Hey, shalom, 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 family. Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Bread Podcast, where we read the word of Yahuwah daily. And I'm your host and your brother, Dalai Yahoo Yasharal. And the podcast is brought to you guys by Living for Yahuwah Ministries. Um, don't forget to support the movement. Living for Yahuwah Ministries is working to declare the esteem of Yahuwah and bring it to you guys live and direct. So, family, let me tell you something. We are gathered here today to read another chapter. All praise to Yahuwah for bringing us to this point, for waking us up, for allowing us to come into his presence again, right? So, um, super excited, um, very fortunate to have the opportunity to continue to do this, and uh, so very grateful for all you guys that have been joining me. So, with that said, let's get right into the program. So, yes, family, we are going to open up with our recap for those who may be uh, new listeners and not familiar with what's going on. Um, After the recap, we'll go into prayer. After prayer, we will read our chapter for the day. And after we read the chapter for the day, we will give a brief summary and just uh, summarize and review what we read. And that will be all. That is Daily Bread, family. So, um... Again, getting started, talking about the recap, I feel like it's always very important because the Bible, uh, also known as the scriptures, the Hebrew scriptures, set apart Hebrew scriptures, right, uh, are very, can be very complicated to understand, again, for those who may be new. So uh, I think, again, that's why I think it's very important to reiterate every day exactly what's going on. Just so that um, we all refreshed our memory, our mind, so that we can go into the next chapter with more context. Okay, so with that being said, um, what I want to let everybody know is that right now we're reading the book of Numbers, the fourth book in the Torah, and it's commonly called the Torah of Moses because Moses is delivering the Torah to the children of Yeshua, and that's what's going on, family. Um, What's most important to know is the previous chapters, the previous books that we've covered are Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and they they constitute the foundation of the scriptures, and we're still in the middle of the foundation. Um, Genesis is obviously about the beginning, and again, it's the place where we can find the origins of our faith and our customs um, from seven-day rest and Shabbat. Understanding that again, you will create everything in six days. He rested on the seventh day. Understanding Shabbat, uh, prayer, feast days, um, circumcision, uh, covenants, etc., etc. So Genesis is maybe the, one of the most important books of the last of the ones we've covered so far. And uh, again, Exodus and Leviticus just go into us becoming a nation. We know that obviously we got free from Pharaoh and the Egyptians and now we are basically in the same period where we are just being downloaded from Yahuwah with um, the law, statutes, commandments and we starting to walk it out and we starting to see some um, 
particular scenarios and circumstances and um, just some turn of events that are happening in the wilderness right now in the book of Numbers, also known as Bamadabar, literally in the wilderness. So that's where we are, family. We're in the wilderness with our father. We are meeting our maker. And uh, it's just important to note why this this text and the transcript is important because uh, as far as we know and as far as I have studied, there's no other nation that has met their maker, you know, uh, so to speak. Uh, Yahuwah has not, I repeat, he has not spoken to any other nation the way that he speaks to Yasharal, or period. He's never spoken to any other nation, period. Uh, revealed himself, spoken to them face to face, like he said in the case of Abraham, as a man speaks to his friend in the case of Moses and people like Moses and Abraham, he spoke to them very directly and literally. So that's a pretty unique thing and that's why this text is important. And um, that's what I want to make sure you guys understand the context. So that's the review, family. Uh, we in the wilderness with our maker and uh, we learning. So let's get into it. So with that being said, now we can open up in prayer and uh, communicate with Allahim, the same Allahim, and then we can get into his word. So I think that's the plan. So let's pray again according to the Hebrew custom. I think you guys are familiar with it by now. Um, let's go, family. Barukatah, Yahuwah, Alahinu, Hamalak Ulan, our Father who is in the heavens, permit your name to be set apart, permit your reign to come, permit your desire to be done on earth as it is in heaven. We ask that you give us this day our daily bread, that you forgive us for our sins and our trespasses against your Torah and your commands, as we forgive our dead Lord. Allow us not to be led into trial, but save us and deliver us from the wicked one. For yours is the reign, the power, and the esteem, now and forever. These things and more we pray in the name of our Mashiach and Sovereign, Yahusha. Halal Yahuwah, Tudah Yahuwah, Yabadakak Yahuwah, Amar. Amar, Amar. Man, prayer is so important. You like, always feel better after prayer. Some reason it's always a better feeling. So, family, like we said, we got here today to read another chapter, and that chapter is Numbers chapter 14. It's been a long awaited one. Uh, we finished the last chapter by discussing um, the what happened with Moses and his family, his sister and brother, or had an issue with him. So let's let's let's. Oh no! It was about spying out the land. That was the last chapter. That was the chapter before. But we talked about spying out the land. So if the chapter finished like in the middle of that um, sequence, so they were given a bad report, and um, yeah, we kind of know a little bit about this story. So let's let's get right into it. Let the scriptures speak for themselves, and we will add commentary at the end. I try not to interject. Unless absolutely necessary. So, Numbers chapter 14, verse 1. Let's read. Then all the congregation raised a loud cry, and the people wept that night. And all the people of Yasharal grumbled against Moses and Aharon. The whole congregation said to them, Would that we had died in the land of Egypt. 
or would that we had died in this wilderness. Verse 3. Why is Yahuwah bringing us into this land to fall by the sword? Our wives and our little ones will become a prey. Would it not be better for us to go back to Egypt? And they said to one another, Let us choose a leader and go back to Egypt. Mm. Then Moses and Aharon fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the people of Yasharal. And Yahusha, the son of Nun, and Kalab, the son of Euphani, Euphana, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes and said to all the congregation of the people of Yasharal, The land which we passed through to spy it out is an exceedingly good land. If Yahuwah delights in us, he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land that flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against Yahuwah, and do not fear the people of the land, for they are bread for us. Their protection is removed from them, and Yahuwah is with us. Do not fear them. Verse 10. Then all the congregation said to stone them with stones. But the esteem of Yahuwah appeared at the tent of meeting to all the people of Yasharal. And Yahuwah said to Moshe, How long will this people despise me? Mm-hmm. How long will this people despise me? And how long will they not believe in me in spite of all the signs that I have done among them? I will strike them with the pestilence and disinherit them and I will make of you a nation greater and mightier than they. But Moses said to Yahuwah, Then the Mazarim will hear of it, for you brought up this people in your might from among them, and they will tell the inhabitants of this land. They have heard that you, O Yahuwah, are in the midst of this people. For you, O Yahuwah, are seen face to face, and your cloud stands over them, and you go before them in a pillar of cloud by day and in a pillar of fire by night. Now if you kill this people as one man, then the nations who have heard your fame will say, It is because Yahuwah was not able to bring this people into the land that he swore to give them that he was that he has killed them in the wilderness. Mm. And now please let the power of Yahuwah be great as you have promised, saying, Yahuwah is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love forgiving iniquity and transgression but he will by no means clear the guilty visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation please pardon the iniquity of this people according to the greatness of your steadfast love just as you have forgiven this people from egypt until now verse 20 then you will say i have pardoned according to your word but truly as I live, and as all the earth will be filled with the esteem of Yahuwah, none of the men who have seen my esteem and my signs that I did in Mount and in the wilderness, and yet have put me to the test these ten times and have not obeyed my voice, will see the land that I swore to give their fathers, and none of those who despise me will see it. Mm. Verse 24. But my servant Kalab, because he has a different spirit and has followed me fully, I will bring into the land into which he went, and his descendants will dwell in it. 
Now since the Amalekites and the Canaanites dwelt in the valleys, turn tomorrow and set out for the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. And Yahuwah spoke to Mashiach and Aharon, saying, How long will this wicked congregation grumble against me? I have heard the grumbling of the people of Yasharal, which they grumble against me. Say to them, As I live, declares Yahuwah, what you have said in my hearing, I will do to you. Your dead bodies will fall in this wilderness, and of all your number listed in the census from 20 years old and upward, who have grumbled against me, not one will come into the land where I swore that I would make you dwell, except Kalab, the son of Euphana, and Yahusha, by noon, the son of noon. Verse 31. But your little ones, who you said will become a prey, I will bring in, and they will know the land that you have rejected. But as for you, your dead bodies will fall in this wilderness, and your children will be shepherds in the wilderness forty years, and will suffer for your faithlessness until the lives of your dead bodies lies in the wilderness. According to the number of days in which you spied out the land, forty days, a year for each day, you will bear your iniquity forty years, and you will know my displeasure. Mm -mm -mm. So much to say. Let me finish. Verse 35. But I, Yahuwah, have spoken. Surely this will I do to all this wicked congregation who are gathered together against me. In this wilderness they will come to a full end, and there they will die. And the men whom Moses sent to spy out the land, who returned and made all the congregation grumble against him, by bringing up a bad report about the land, the man who brought up a bad report of the land died by plague before Yahuwah. Of those men who went to spy out the land, only Yahusha, the son of Nun, and Kalab, the son of Euphana, remained alive. When Moses told these words to all the people of Yasharal, the people mourned greatly. And they rose early in the morning and went up to the heights of the hill country saying here we are we will go up to the place that Yahuwah has promised for we have sinned but Moses said why now are you transgressing the command of Yahuwah when that will not succeed do not go up for Yahuwah is not among you lest you be struck down before your enemies for there the Amalekites and the Canaanites are facing you and you will fall by the sword because you have turned back from following Yahuwah, Yahuwah will not be with you. But they presumed to go up to the heights of the hill country altogether. Neither the Ark of the Covenant of Yahuwah nor Moses departed out of the camp. Then the Amalekites and the Canaanites who lived in that hill country came down and defeated them and pursued them even to Harmah. Mm -mm -mm. What shall we say then, family? Man, just got to pause for a minute, moment of silence. Yeah, family, this, um, it's a sad chapter. It's a sad chapter, but I think this is the one. This the one right here. If we ever was, you know, wondering about the recap, we wondering about what's really going on. You know, sometimes, again, the scripture explains itself, and sometimes all you need is to read one chapter, and it framed like the whole scriptures. It framed everything. 
And so this is the the sequence of events that I think I was referencing last chapter when we talked about the importance of bringing that bad report, the effect it had. But basically, you know, the whole book of what's happening in the wilderness is explained, is summarizing this one chapter. And, you know, the reason why we spent 40 years in the wilderness as a people is because of what happened. They went to spy out the land. Yahuwah told them to go check out the land, which, okay, that may come, that's common sense. That is uh, modern practices up until this day, modern warfare, reconnaissance, whatever you want to call it. If you plan to go to this place, go check it out. Go on a tour. You go on a tour first. That's, it says spy out the land. Hebrew word is tour. T-U-R. Literally, they took that from the Hebrew. A tour is biblical precept and concept. So they want to go take a tour of the land. But what happened in the problem is the people who came back with this bad report. And it, it wasn't, he sent 12 people, but 10 had a bad report and two said, you know, it's no problem. So why is that a big deal, family? Like, what's the point? The point is in verse 11. And again, you know, this is, uh, again, something like I mentioned last chapter that I've studied before, but reading it more, again, it's even more troubling. It's just as sad. So verse 11, Numbers chapter 14, verse 11, Yahuwah says, it says, and Yahuwah said to Moses, how long will this people despise me and how long will they not believe in me in spite of all the signs that i have done among them so the point is like what's the problem with a bad report the problem is this is what the covenant is based on him giving us the land and our forefathers the land so we came out of slavery we watched the red sea crossing we watched the oceans part pharaoh died bread came in the wilderness meat came in the wilderness and we say, go check out the land, and people come back crying. Like, oh, it's giants over there. And Yahuwah is taking this as a direct insult. He's like, y'all, how long will you despise me? How long will they not trust me? So, that's the crux, family. That if you talk about what spiritual warfare, what's the lesson, what's the point? The point is trusting Yahuwah. The point is believing Yahuwah. I mean, we at the end of the age right now. All these things, we looking back at it, learning. I mean... Again, Exodus happened, the, the Red Sea crossing happened, Pharaoh died. The Mashiach came and died already. Like, oh, look, yo, we in, we in, we at the end of the book. And if anybody under the sound of my voice has any doubt, if you calling on your whole name and you're not sure what he could do, it's like, you despising him. You bringing his name to nothing. You are, again, you not trusting him. I'm going to read verse 11 again because this explains everything and why. He ultimately, he just gave this judgment. Like, now we could have went into land tomorrow. This was the second year coming out of captivity. So they just spent a year making the temple, making the count, assembling everything, getting the order operation running. They just did the inauguration of the tenant meeting. And he like, okay, let's go see the land. And we could have been going to the land like a year after we came out of Egypt. But that's not what happened. As we all know, we spent 40, 40 years wandering around in the same vicinity. And what's the reason? Because they didn't trust Yahuwah. So he say, he gave us a prophetic count. That's what it's known as in the Hebrew culture. Like he's saying, you spent 40 days in there. So a day for a year, a year for a day. Now you're going to stand this witness for 40 years. And um, you're going to see this in other places in scripture where um, it say, you know, a week of years or a week of days. Or you tell them this many days something going to happen, but it mean years. So it's like a prophetic count. 
Um, and this is how we know because this chapter literally tells us in the Torah, he said a day for a year. So instead of going to the wilderness like the following year, the following year after coming out of captivity, we could have been in the promised land. But that's not what happened. What happened was we ended up wandering in the wilderness for 40 years. But the, the point that we have to see and the thing that we have to put in our mind and make sure that we don't do again is, again, the faithlessness. It's faithlessness. Not trusting in Yahuwah. He take it as like you setting your face against him. Say, how long will these people despise me like you despise him? How long will they not believe in me in spite of all the signs that I have done? So that's something we got to think about. That's something we got to think about. Obviously, Moses, intercessor, pleading for us, intercessing for us, praying for us. And he just reminding you who of his own promises, like, don't kill him so quickly, like, which is a big deal. But the thing is, um, again, verse that was verse 11 and verse 12, just pointing out what's the problem. Verse 24, but he's saying, because my servant Kalab and Yahusha, obviously both of them, those two, he said they had a different spirit on them and followed him fully. He said, I'm going to bring him into the land out of all those 12 that spot out the land. So we see the two judgments happening. The 10 who going to die in the wilderness and the two who going to actually make it in out of the 12. So it's a whole, you know, deeper meaning into that as well. But the point is, this chapter sums up the whole book of Numbers and the experience in the wilderness and what did we learn in the wilderness we need to trust Yahuwah completely and wholly if not it's like we just despise him verse 27 how long will this wicked congregation grumble against me i have heard their grumbling of the people of yasharal which they grumble against me so it's like we despise him we don't believe in him everything is murmuring grumbling etc etc so like you say the dead body's gonna fall in the wilderness and it is what it is and um it's the sad part about history really but um it's the part that we have to learn from so you know because of the incident with the bad report we're talking about 40 years in the wilderness and uh it's 40 years of trials because he didn't just kill everybody off in one walk but just here and there uh so what should we say then family um, the thing is, let this be a lesson. We got to trust in you all. We have to believe in him wholeheartedly, follow him wholeheartedly. Or, you know, it's like, don't follow it all. You know, don't be lukewarm. If we believe in him, we trust in him, don't, you know, we have to do it wholeheartedly. Which, you know, we can understand um, the concerns of our forefathers. Yeah, there were giants in the land. It looked... Um, the situation in front of them may have looked bleak, right? May have looked like it was a challenge. Um, but we see that the, the faith and courage people like Yahusha had, like Kalab had, and say, you know, Yahuwah is with us, let us go take the land. So these things we have to learn from and show no fear and, and just complete trust in Yahuwah. So this was a great chapter and a great example of everything we should be doing. And also the consequences of we when we don't what happens when we don't do what we should do. As far as again the spiritual aspects of faith, belief, trust, um, we understand they were already doing the commandments, keeping the Shabbat, calling on His name, the things that we're struggling with today. But <clears throat> it's another level of intangibles that's attached. And uh, again, that start with us today. 
first and foremost the faith in Mashiach, Yahusha, and um, and and in the Yahuwah, the Father, with everything as everything that we do. So uh, I hope it made sense. And again, this should be the beginning of our studies and not the end of it. So it was just um, a taste, a crumb, a piece of bread that just lead us on a longer journey and trail to uh, more knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and truth. So uh, thank you guys so much for walking with us, for joining with us, for joining us today, reading with us. Um, we look forward to hearing from you guys. Ask that you guys interact with us in the question and answer segment. Follow the podcast. Like it wherever you see it at on social media. Share it if you feel led to. Um, again, connect with us on social media if you feel like it. And uh, if you would like to support the ministry and um, just help us continue the work we're doing, you're more than welcome to become a patron. So um, until the next episode, family, until the next chapter, we say shalom. Thank you guys for reading with us. Thank you for joining us. We will see you guys in the next chapter. Shalom.